So, 6.30 this morning, Matt rolls over. We're in bed, and he gets up next to my ear. Oh, you know it's Valentine's Day, and he says, I'm really tired. Can you preach today? <laughs> so, um, and I even think as I'm, as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, God, you know what? You have me continually preparing for that. And I said, you know, so I started thinking, I'm like, before I'd be like, you seriously, it's 6.30 in the morning, I still got to get a shower and everything, and I got to come up, I got to type a message up, I got to get this together. I'm thinking, but I wasn't, I was excited, I was prepared and ready for it. And I looked, and last week, <clears throat> I was in my closet eating. Yeah, I'm a closet eater, guys. <laughs> me and Sue were in there, and we are talking about dreams, and I said, you know, I can't wait to the day that my time is so free that I can just study the Word. I said, you know what I really want to do? And she's like, I probably already know. I said, I would love to preach every day. If I could do that, I would love to do deliverance ministry. I'd love to do freedom ministry. And I would love to preach every day. So when Matt said that, I thought, well, I can't complain at all because I just told, told the Lord that I would love to do that. So I said, well, I made some room. But what's awesome, I may have, you know, I already had a message prepared you know, that guy was speaking, I just had to fine-tune it and, and get it ready for today, which it was just awesome. So I'm excited for today. So I'm going to start with, I'm going to tell you a little story. So let's see, I don't even know how many years ago. A few years back, we have a little house. It's a cute little cottage house. And we had two kids in two bedrooms. So I was like, you know what, we have this attic five years ago. And I'm like, you know, these kids are getting bigger. And we can't really have bunk beds because when... Lana was one. Layla's like, come on up here and jump off. And Lana did. She was okay. And so I'm like, you know, bunk beds are not really safe around my children. Um, so I'm like, we really need, they need some space. Because when you have a little bed, you can get a lot of stuff in there. When you have a big bed and kids' things get bigger, you need a bigger space. So let's redo this attic. So we had to take everything out. There's also, I had to get rid of like tons of stuff. And I'm sorting out this attic. Um, there was things from the people that used to live there, like they had snowmobile boots and all these other things I had to get rid of. And I was like, oh, I want those. I'm like, you know, everything's going to go. I don't even care. I had to get rid of so much stuff because I'm like, it has to go somewhere because I need everything out of here so that I can start moving stuff up. And um, so we built this room and, you know, then we were able to get new things. You know, the girls got new beds and they each had their own space and they got new dressers, new to us anyways. And it made this new space before it was, you know, this pull down ladder and there was just stuff everywhere, box upon box. And so we did that and it made, because we moved everything out, it made room for something new. Now it's an office and a bedroom up there. It's not an attic anymore. It made room for something new. And just recently, I've had a rocking chair in my house for a long time, and we got a new entertainment center. Got rid of the old entertainment center, moved some other things, got rid of some stuff. We burnt the old entertainment center, you know. Got to make room for something new. And I looked, and I was like, rocking chair's not going to fit in this anymore. Get rid of it. And, you know, <laughs> I was happy about it. So I had to, to be able to have something new, I had to make room. So we're going to talk about making some room in our lives. Um... If you're stubborn, this is going to be a hard word for you. You know, you might thrash a little bit, so make some room next to you. <laughs> um, so I'm going to show you some pictures. This was really hard for me this morning. I'm like, Jordan, can you get these pictures up? Okay. 
If you want to have something new, you got to make room. This was really extremely hard. I was having anxiety looking at these pictures I brought up. Matt's like, type in hoarders before and after. I'm like, <gasps> it was extremely hard. And I didn't, he chose some of these pictures because I was like, that's too extreme. I can't even handle it. I'm like, I think I might have a problem. Um, but, you know, there you have no room, right? You can't make dinner. You know, there's, I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> I don't know if they got confused, like the, the dump truck got confused of where the landfill was. But you couldn't, and now look at how beautiful, like you could have people over, you can have dinner, you can make your family, you know. It made room for something new. Go ahead and go to the next one. Okay, the same thing here. You have a lot of stuff, you have all these things. It's like none of them are bad, you know, they're good things. They're not things that, you know, the first one that was some clutter, bad stuff you don't want, right? You don't want them. But this is all stuff that could be usable. But you can't do anything there. There's no room for anything else. There's no room to move around. So when you move that out, even though it was good things, it made room to be able to function properly. We got one more. This is the only one I did because <laughs> I thought I can handle this. So, you know, when you have someone over and say, hey, come have a seat, and they're like, okay, you know, or I have nothing to wear, you know. And you look at that, and it's like, when we make room, we have something new. That stuff was there, but it made room for us to have a new experience. We look and say, oh, that's a living room. Oh, that's a dining room. You know what I mean? Before, it's like, I don't know what that is. It has a new purpose. So if you want new things, you have to make room for them. When you want something to happen in your life, you have to make room for it to happen. It's not, you know, I can't be like looking at that saying, oh, I just wish that there just wasn't laundry everywhere. And I just turn around and then, it, you know, there isn't. That's not how it works. We have to make room. You have to move stuff out to be able to make room for God to do something new. Isaiah 54, 2 and 3 says, Make your tent bigger. Spread out the curtains of your home. And do not hold back. Make your ropes longer and your tie-downs stronger. For you will spread out to the right, to the left. Your children will own nations and they will fill and destroy cities. Or, and, and fill the destroyed cities with people. They're saying, don't just stay in this little, this little spot. God's saying, no, I want to give you more. But I have to have some place to put it. God's got to have somewhere to lay his blessing. So we've got to think big. We've got to dream, make some space for our dreams. You know, sitting in that little closet talking to see what I do. I look and I'm like, we made room to be able to have that time to connect. The closet was all cluttered. I, could, I would get so mad. I come in there, I just start throwing stuff out. I'm like, there is 50 lids and no tote. Where's all the totes, people? <laughs> you know? And so I cleaned it out. And then what I did is I made room for us to have a connection in there. And I took a table, and then I even brought a tablecloth. And I put, and I set up, because I said, God, I'm going to make room for you to be able to move in here. You know? Take the stinky garbage out. You know? <laughs> Those type of things. And I look, and I'm like, you got to think big. you got to dream. you got to, what, what do you want? How are you going to make that room for God to come in and do something in your life? God wants growth in you. He wants increase, and he wants to multiply. But what else are you going to put in there? How are you going to have room to put people in there? 
if you got that in there. Yeah, especially if you have a small house, I'm thinking, I've got to make sure there's not one thing on the floor because one thing, it's like, there ain't room for anybody <laughs> when you live in a small house. So I'm like, I need bigger. That's why we have the barn, you know. That is bigger. I expanded what God gave me. He gave me this beautiful piece of property. It's not huge, but I took it and said, what can we do with this? He can move and do things when we make space. And usually how we make space is pruning areas of our life. You guys know what that means? God's coming saying, you don't really need this anymore. Nope. That's not something that's, that's producing anything. So when you, when you prune things, more comes back. Farmers always go out in the fall and they prune their trees. And you're thinking, that looks like, that's scary now. Like, that looks like nothing. How is anything going to come? The next year they have, like, apples and stuff are, like, bending that branch over. And you're thinking, but you cut everything off. And they're like, oh, no, no, I just cut it off so that it would produce. If this one's really good at producing, I'm going to cut everything off and let that produce. So when God begins to prune us in areas of our life to make new spaces where old things were, and it's not always bad. It doesn't mean that something that got pruned is always bad. It might be moving you into a new area, you know, and he may cut something off. Like I think I used to do a lot of um, part-time jobs, and God just started cutting those off. They were all good things. They produced good things. They, cut, they had provision, but God's like, no, no, I want you to focus, and you have no time to have anything new come in your life. So just because you're being pruned doesn't think that, well, this is sin. No, pruning does not always mean sin. God's saying, I'm just trying to get you to produce some more. And that, you know, that's just extra that you're dragging around. Right now, let's do something so you can produce more. You know, get that clutter. You know, don't be cluttered up by old things. Let's clean it up. You know, every healthy believer goes through seasons of pruning so new growth and new life and fresh things can happen. Nobody likes that because pruning involves cutting (laughs) and doing things different, you know. The first time I cut my hair short was like, I don't know about this. Like, you all know my hair doesn't grow very fast, and if I cut it and I don't like it, I'll be mad at you, <laughs> you know? But now I'm like, I love it, you know? As soon as I cut my hair, people I didn't even know knew me were like, oh, Sarah, I love your hair. I'm like, wish I knew your name. I have no idea that you even knew me. <laughs> you were aware I was there, you know? It made for new things. It made new connections. It was like, now I'm talking to people, people in the store that I was like, they were just, you know, maybe, you know, in the deli or things like that. And all of a sudden they're talking to me like, hey, Sarah. And I'm like, okay, now I, I have a new friend because I cut my hair. That opened up for some new things to happen to me. You know what I mean? Um, something even little like that. Healthy believers need to go through seasons of pruning so that they can have that growth. And so you need to ask yourself, are, am I in an old cluttered space physically? You know, spring cleaning's coming. You know, my kids are like, oh, I got this. I'm like, take this trash bag up and come down. When that's filled, you can put that in your room. You know, and if you guys have met Lana, if it's paper, it's in her room. (laughs) I probably throw a trash bag of stuff a week. I am not joking. (laughs) You know, so are you in a cluttered space physically? You know, is your body... These are things, physical things like your body. Is everything so overwhelming? Can't eat right. We can't exercise because our time, you know, our schedule's so cluttered up 
we can't take care of it? Is our home so cluttered up because we're running from here to there and, you know, we're grabbing, you know, we're grabbing a hot pocket on the way out, you know, <laughs> because, and then there's wrapper and, you know, is our home cluttered because we don't have, our schedule is so full that we have no room for something new to come in. You know, are we cluttered, overwhelmed so much that nothing new or fresh is happening? You know, are we cluttered up in our minds and in our souls? Are we overwhelmed by our emotions? Just too much on your mind. How many of you guys have had that thought like, I just have too much to think about. Write that down because I know I'm going to forget it. You know what I mean? All the time. Because our focus is getting so cluttered, we don't have any vision for it. It's here and here and here and here. He's saying, hey, hey, you want something new to think about? Let's get rid of some of that clutter. I don't need to think about, oh, I got to do this job and this job and I got to go here and there. God's like, let's just take it down. Here's your job. Do it. You know? Oh, okay. That's, that's easier. That's a lot easier. So sometimes we feel overwhelmed or even just pressed down. Like there's just so much emotion going on. And instead of going to God, we're just like, I'm good. And we just keep putting more and more on our plate. Like, I, sometimes I feel like people are like, would you do this? And I'm like, yes. Like, in my head, literally will shake, no, because I already know I shouldn't be doing it, but I just, my emotion, you know, they come in all nice, you know, like, hi, Sarah, you know what? You're just so good at this. They make you feel good, right? They play on your emotions. And you say yes to things, and you're like, why did I say yes to that? I used to be really bad at that. I got sucked into so many things. <laughs> Matt would be like, are you sure you want to do that? I'd be calm. No, I don't want to do that now. Take my name off that, you know? And they're like, but you just, I mean, I look at things in my past and I'm thinking, I let my emotion make that choice and I became overwhelmed. You know, in your spirit, is that all cluttered up? Is there any room for growth for new things? Is there room for new revelation, new vision, or fresh anointing? Or are we really content to know what we know? I know God's word, you know, fine with this. I have good life. Look, can you live in the box you created with, with a mindset of at least I'm going to heaven? Well, at least I'm going to heaven. I know Jesus. I'm on my way to heaven. I am really good with that. I'm living in hell right now, <laughs> but at least I'm going to heaven. You know, sometimes we think that like, you know what? I'm too scared to step out and do new things or make room because, you know, at least I'm going to heaven. If it all goes downhill, at least I'm going to heaven. I don't want to live that way. I don't want to live my entire time here just going from one traumatic thing, one overwhelming emotion to the other. I don't want to live like hell just because I have that thought of heaven. I want to have heaven to earth. I want to have new areas every day open up to me. No, First Chronicles 4.10. Y'all will probably know this if you speak Christianese. Um, so if you're like follow all the like, oh, you know, like. So you probably know there's a little book called The Prayer of Jabez. It says, Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, if only you would bring good to me and give me more land. If only your hands might be with me that you would keep me from being hurt. And God gave him what he asked for. He asked him to enlarge his territory. He's saying, hey, give me more land. You know what? I am opening up 
new areas, God, and I want you to bless it. I want you to do something new here. I want more than just this little box. If you are in a small space, ask God who and what will enlarge your territory. So right now, you're kind of like, this is where I am with God. What is going to bring you to a new space? What's going to open up new areas in your friendships? What's going to open up new areas, you know, of ministry for you? What's going to open up new areas of opportunity for jobs and relationships and all of those type of things? Jabez got it. He said, hey, God, I know that you can bring new, er- new things. Give me space. Help me make space so that I have room enough to receive the blessings that you are, you are going to place on me. Do something with the promises of God. If you don't know what they are, go in the Bible. They're all over. He promised you a lot of things. But we're just like, I'm going to heaven. Yay! Which is awesome. But God's like, but it's kind of like opening up one present and you have all these gifts. And you're like, oh, I'm going to heaven. You just leave all your gifts. I'm like, birthday party's over. If you're a child, you do not do that. You open one and you don't even take all the paper off and you're already on to the next one. You just pull that, yay, what's next? Oh, give me more, what's next? I need another gift here. Somebody better place a gift in my hands, you know? Um, but you don't just open one and be like, oh, that's great. You can just send all those back. You know, more. Even then you're like, you don't know, the next one could be, you know, even if it's a motorcycle, the next one might be $10,000. You don't know. I'd be like, I need to open all of them. Or you open the first one and it's batteries. Oh, yay. Thanks, and you just walk away. The next one was an RC car, which I really can't drive. I've tried it. It's a harder than it looks. Um, you know, so what are we doing with the promises God gave you? Think about the things that you, that the Lord has spoken over you. Think about even the prophetic words God has spoken over you. What are you doing with those words? What are you doing with the gifts God's placed in you? Are you cluttering up like that first picture? You're like, I know it's in here somewhere. You know? What are you doing with it? On New Year's Eve, um, I opened the new year asking everyone to seek the Lord for, a, for one word for your life in 2016. Okay, so some of you did, some of you may not have heard that, but I said, seek the Lord, just one word, not a phrase, nothing. One word of what God is going to do in 2016 for you. Mine was prayer. So I had to start making room for that. Because I don't know if you guys, but sometimes I pray and then I'm like looking at the ceiling and I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a fly crawling across the ceiling. I wonder where he's going. And then it's to the window. Oh, it's snowing outside. And next thing I know, I'm like, Oh, yeah, I was praying, you know. So I'm like, Lord, what do you, Lord, so the Lord's like, you got to make room. you got to make room for that to be a new thing in your life, not just the same as it's always been. It's great. I love talking to you, Sarah, but I'd love to really connect with you a lot more. So I started to make room. I added new prayer opportunities to my life. I started praying in new ways. I started praying new things. I even took down things on my wall and made a prayer area that I could like focus every time I walk by it I can see it you know I added this cool board that has everything and each of you are actually on there specifically by name and I pray specific things over you mm-hmm. so if crazy stuff is happening I'm sorry <laughs> you know every day I try to bring and just say one thing 
that to bring out the gold in each person. You know, you're welcome. And so I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to specifically put them up. So if you see your name written around my house, I'm not creeping on you, I promise. <laughs> you know, but I, I mapped out, I mapped out our school and I mapped out our town and I mapped out our county and I mapped out our state and I mapped out our nation. And I began to have specific intent for specific areas at specific times. I said, God, I want to change the way I was praying. Just like, Lord, just throw this blanket of prayer. Just bless everybody. It's a rainbow of blessing. Woo, this is really fun. Um, but, you know, and that's kind of how it was because it was easier. I can just be like, bless my family. Bless my friends. Bless the church. In Jesus' name, amen. You know? God's like, no, I want you to be real specific. And I'm like, oh, but it's so, you know how many people are coming now? Each one. I don't have enough sticky notes to be that organized. <laughs> yes, you all have sticky notes. Yeah, no? I have this one sticky note that says favor, and so, like, I move it when God's like, I just want you to pray over this person this day, and you're going to pray favor all day over their life. It's kind of fun, you know? So I had to make room. I had to make time, I had to make a place, I had to be intentional, you know. If I didn't have that, would I forget somebody? That's why i got to write it down. Because when you're going, I'm like, you know, and if, if I go there and I'm like, oh, here's a new person, do, 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 do. you know, I made room, you know, I added another piece of paper and another sticky note, and I have, and it can add more and more people so that as we grow, I can grow in that. You know, if I just said, well, one sticky note, when it's full, the rest of you, oh, well. <laughs> You ain't getting blessing. I only have enough for 10 on this sticky note. So, well, better luck next time. Find a church that buys bigger sticky notes. I don't know, whatever. You know, <laughs> that's not how I got to say, oh, I can put another one on the bottom. And you can keep adding them. And they just go and go and go. But I did learn that you need to use really strong Velcro. Because I got woke up the first night when the board fell off the wall. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Of course it's in the middle of the night. So I thought, maybe the Lord wants me to pray some more. I'm not sure. Um, so I had to make room for that. And I, that is that was my specific thing. Your thing is probably different what God is doing in you because he's got a different work and a different plan for each of us, but we're all going to the same vision and the same purpose. So mine was prayer, but I look and I said, how do you make room for that? It's like, it's great to hear that. Oh, prayer, that's such a great, oh, that's exciting. But what am I going to do with it? I'm going to be in the same place because I didn't make any time, any space, any room for that to be activated in my life. You know, what's a, who's got a word that they'd like to share? Trust. What areas have you been able to open up to be able to trust? God's given you a lot of opportunities lately, Cody. You have, what are you doing with those? And I think that you have been doing amazing. And I want to say that God is saying that he is very pleased with the way that you have handled those opportunities. Because now, because you can trust him, he can trust you. There you go. There's a word for you today. Um, so what have you done with your word? You know, sometimes we think, I don't really, I don't know what to do. What, you know, that was a hard one. Trust is hard. And he's saying, okay, I got to trust people that I've never trusted. It is hard, isn't it, Nicole? It's very hard. It's like, I can do this on my own. I like to do everything on my own because nobody can do it like me. Which also, nobody can mess up as big as I can mess up in my own life, you know. But at least you don't have to face my wrath. I have to face my own wrath, <laughs> you know. Um, but what have we done with, you know, just that's a place to start. With that word God gave you, what have you done with it? You know, you make room. Have you had to add time? 
have you had opportunities where you've had to make choices of, okay, am I going to walk into this clutter or am I going to walk into this freedom? You know, some of the things we have to physically make room, some things we have to emotionally make room, and some things we have to spiritually make room. Guess what? You know, like I, you can't have 30 best friends, but you can have 30 friends. You know, so sometimes, you know, you're thinking, oh, I used to spend all my time with this one person, but it seems like we're not spending as much time together. That's not a bad thing. God's pruning and saying, guess what? I'm having them do something different than you, and they need these people to move them forward. And you need these people, and you love each other, but the awesome thing is I'm putting you in a group that's going to grow you in an area that's going to edify and, and grow the body of Christ, and I'm doing the same for them. So sometimes pruning and moving things out and making room are not... It's not always bad. It's good things. You know? Because you guys have heard the story where you can't put new wine into an old wineskin. It doesn't fit. It bursts open. It's just icky. You know? Because it, it just is not meant to be like that. It, it gets brittle. You know, we can't put new wine into old wineskin. It destroys the wine. We can't put all these new things that God has placed in our heart and they don't fit into sometimes the old way of our thinking or the old way of our living. You know, when we had children, you know, we had to change some ways of thinking. I can't leave a steak knife on the counter for later to cut something. I can't leave dog food unattended. Those of you that have never had a toddler, yeah, if you have dog food, they have this in thing that's like, oh, Oh, look at chocolate cake or do dry dog food. Yum. I don't know what it is, but they just, it's, you know, I didn't, I had to change some things. I had to change what I had in my house. The dog used to sleep in my bed. After the baby comes, like, you get outside. Get in that dog house. You know? And things like that. It changes. We're saying, I'm making room for something new. You know, make space. Strip away that clutter in your personal life. Remind me people that you're like, I really love you, but I cannot spend every day with you because it is driving me crazy. Sometimes even me and Matt, <laughs> he's laughing at me because sometimes you're like, I need some space. You have to have, when I met Matt, he's like, you know what? We need a new group. You need a new group of friends. I'm like, but I like them. But what he saw is they were just going to go and, you know, they love the Lord, but they're just going to go in a different direction that I was going to go. I was going to have kids. I was going to get married young. All of these things, they were going to be single. It was just going to be a different lifestyle. So it's like you need somebody to be able to sow into you too. So I began to have a new group of friends. I had, you know, I met my friends Jody and Tom who were just awesome. And they, they already had kids. So when I didn't know anything, they just came in and they loved us. And they helped us grow and make a new area. You know, get that clutter out of your personal life, your friends, activities, your home. Get that clutter from your spiritual life. Grow in the fruits of the Spirit. If you want to make room, grow in the fruits of the Spirit. The only way to operate effectively in the gifts of the Spirit is to have them with the fruits of the Spirit. Believers and non-believers alike both have gifts of the Spirit because God gave them to everybody. The Holy Spirit gave them to everybody. You know, There are people that have wisdom and they have, don't even know the Lord. Right? That's a gift of the Spirit. There are people that are really wise. They know everything. God doesn't remove those. But if you want to have um, blessing in your life, you want to have success in the kingdom, 
you got to add the fruits of the Spirit to that. So if you want to grow fruits of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I learned that from a children's thing. (laughs) So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, selflessness, right? And self-control. So I think. Um, (laughs) But that's in Galatians if you're looking for that. Uh, But if we want to grow spiritually, you need those things. You know, new areas. I want to enlarge my territory. I want to not just be able to do this in the Lord. I want to do this. Like I told Sue, I said, I don't want to just preach one day a week. I said, I would love to do that. I'd love to go in. I'd love to do like phone deliverance and freedom coaching and all of this stuff. Like that, if I could do anything, all I would do all day, I would spend the first half of my day studying the word and I would do the second half of the day talking to people, preaching the word and setting them free. That would be my perfect life. I said, I love it so much. I said, sometimes I just preach to myself in the mirror. I like it. I know that sounds crazy, but I do usually before. I just like talking about it. I'll read it out loud to myself. I just, it's awesome because it's like, this is God's word and it's changing and growing me. I want my territory enlarged. I want more. I want to use the gifts that God has gave me. I want to grow people. I want to equip others so that, man, they're like, I want a bigger tent than that. I want this. We're going to make some room. Look at some areas in your life and say, God, getting rid of this, I'm making room because you're doing something new in me. 2016 is the year of new things. We have all had some new things. Some have been hard and some have been easy. Some are going to be exciting, you know. The two pregnant ladies are sitting right behind each other. (laughs) That's cool. God's lining up new things. So those of you that don't have Facebook, can I? Debbie and Eric, they've made it public that they're going to have a little peanut in the end of summer and so that's exciting i have known for way too long you guys and it's been killing me so i can't wait it's going to be awesome but you see new things are coming new areas some of you guys got married this year you know some of you guys little ones are going to go to school this year you know some of us are going to have a teenager this year (laughs) hold me up i think i'm just (laughs) you know and i i just keep asking the lord can she just stay 12 and Lord's like, that's not how this works, Sarah. I just, that's not how any of this works. (laughs) And I'm like, but she's a baby. And the Lord's like, well, then he's going to give me lots of opportunities to be patient. So we're going to make room in our lives. There's going to be new areas. If you would like help making room, you can ask me. But I'll tell you in advance, I will help you. I'm really good at it. But you might also say, I stop Sarah I I need to make this on my own for a little bit because I'm going to make some new friends in a minute when I slap you upside the face (sighs) oh my gosh God is so fun I'll look at this we're going to make room you know we're going to make new relationships even with each other make new connections this is a new group and then God's going to you know, we're all going to get comfortable with each other and be all friends. Like, oh, this is our group of friends. And then God's going to add more. And then we're going to have to make room, right? Put another row of chairs out, people. Because God's bringing something new. It's not like, well, we're full. Sorry. We're at capacity. Guess you have to serve, find somewhere else to serve the Lord. You know? Don't want to do that, right? Doesn't that sound silly? But we do that in our lives. We say, oh, we're full, God. I'm good. 
but I like all this stuff. And God's like, scoot over. And you're like, no, I need, I need this space. And God's like, scoot over. And he gives you the mom eyes. And you're like, you can have the whole row, Lord. Opening it up, right? Don't let God bring the mom eyes out. You know, but he's saying make room. We all got areas we got to make room. I feel like every day God is saying, make room here, you know. I even look at just little things um, in my life, little areas I need to make room, you know. And so some of them are going to be little. Some of them are going to be real big. When he says stretch out your tent, you're going to feel like you're the rope being stretched and pulled. And then you're going to feel like the stake that's being driven to the ground. But then when it's done, you have this beautiful new room that God's like, I'm going to put more blessing. I'm going to put more gifting. I'm going to put talents. I'm going to put abilities. I'm going to put relationships in there. And it's going to be overflowing. Then you're going to have to stretch out your tents again. Enlarge your territory. God's got such amazing things coming in 2016. It is going to be a new year with new things and new room. Let's pray.